Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We are bopping around here as we start off the show today with Little <laughs> Richard. This week in 1956 when he recorded Good Golly Miss Molly in New Orleans. And Pat, you have a, a celebrity encounter with Little Richard. <laughs> You've met him. I think an encounter is, is the perfect term for it. Yeah, so I was actually at a financial conference in Nashville a number of years ago, over a decade ago, and uh, was you know one of those things where you're you're in the meetings and you go up to your room maybe to get ready for dinner or something. And I hop in the elevator, and little Richard is there in a wheelchair with maybe a handler or two. And I did when you think of like a double take. Yeah. I mean, I, I did that double take where your head turns swivels and it was kind of like a what? what? And I my eyes like locked with his, and he got the biggest smile on his oh, face, and uh, he was very sweet. And I think probably one of those things where it was nice to be recognized, I'm guessing. Yeah. So uh, we didn't have a very lengthy uh, encounter, but <laughs> we both got a kick out of it. All right. So you didn't become best friends, but still, that's pretty well, cool. I mean, maybe, you know, as much moment. as you can in a, you know, 45-second elevator ride. There you, there you go. There you go. Well, Pat, what we want to talk about here today is the fact that there's always chaos and turmoil, and there's always just something going on, right? Whether it's something to do with the economy, something coming off of Wall Street or the halls of Congress, you need a financial strategy in place to make sure your money can weather the storm. And so the latest financial storm that we've been hearing some about is another stalemate on the federal debt ceiling. And even though temporarily this has been dealt with, Congress did end up raising the debt ceiling so the U.S. can pay its bills until December. It's just going to be another partisan showdown down the road. I don't know where the phrase, they kicked the can down the road. I don't know where that <laughs> saying came from, but that's what they did, right? It's going to gonna be a thing. And, and I'm sure come December, they'll actually get serious. They'll actually come to a, a permanent resolution and everything's going to be fine. <laughs> just kidding just kidding it's it's gonna be the same thing all over again the you know i i mean it this time we'll really fix it this time but right. if we're worried about an economic downturn pat because of uh things like this what's going on with the debt ceiling if we were to go into default without raising the debt ceiling what do we need to be thinking about here well, you know, our opinion on this Jen is America is the greatest country in the world and we love our country so much. The problem is that politicians are always messing everything up. Yeah. So, I mean, that's basically what it boils down to. So, I could talk for hours on what we need to be thinking about for an economic downturn, but I'll, for the sake of time, I'll focus on two. <laughs> right. One that I know you and I talk about a lot, which is income taxes. And the reason for that is we you just mentioned the debt ceiling. Um, the government spending is just completely out of control. The numbers are really unimaginable to the human mind when you look at how fast it's going up. And the reality is there are only two solutions. One is to print more money, and the other is to increase taxes. The problem with printing more money is it raises inflation and interest rates, which means the cost of the debt goes up. And so most experts do not believe that's really an option, which means the only option is to raise taxes. So if you have money in IRAs or 401ks that are tax deferred, if you're putting money into those, this may be a light bulb moment for you to think, oh, maybe that's not the smartest thing that I should be doing right now, or maybe I should be looking at that or considering other options. And that's an area that we uh, have tried to bring tremendous value to our clients over the last few years, helping them strategize and be, be smart and try to not only minimize taxes, 
today, but really try and protect them from tax increases in the future. The second one, Jen, is um, the stock market. A lot of experts believe that the stock market has been artificially inflated by all the things that the government and that the Fed have been doing with interest rates mm -hmm. and with debt and printing money. And no one can predict the future, but the reality is the values just seem incredibly high. Now, they may stay high for a long time, so we certainly can't predict timing. But if you are concerned about how high the stock market is, we are too. And that doesn't mean you just sell it all and put it all into cash, you know, mm -hmm. making nothing or in a bond fund that's paying a half a percent a year. There are so many other options besides cash and bonds and stocks. And that's one of our areas of expertise, Jen, is we have many people that come in and that's one of the driving forces for them is they're so worried about being closer to retirement and then suffering a huge stock market crash and, you know, that debilitating their chance to retire. So there are a lot of solutions out there and would strongly encourage you to to you know, find someone who's an expert like we are to talk through those options and see what makes sense for you. And here's the thing. There's always going to be something, right? There's always going to be some sort of storm bubbling up on the horizon. We can't stop these things from happening when it comes to volatility or inflation or tax increases. We can't stop those storms, but we can navigate around them. So talk about how you help somebody create a strategy to navigate around these different financial storms that are going to keep popping up. Yeah, so uh, I love that question, Jen. And it's one of the things I talk about in my new book, The Retirement Secret. There are two things you can do. There is risk management and there's risk avoidance. Mm -hmm. And both have their case. You know, a risk management would be someone saying, well, I still want to leave my money in the stock market, but maybe I can diversify it better or, you know, do something different with it. Risk avoidance is... I don't want to mess with that anymore. <laughs> so you yeah. think about like longevity risk. Well, there are ways to avoid that by deferring your social security, which is guaranteed for as long as you live, or using some of your nest egg to put money into an annuity that has a lifetime income guarantee. But that's what we do, Jen. What we do is we build customized plans for our clients to identify where they stand right now. What are the areas that are in order that we feel confident in? And what are the areas of risk? And what do we do? Do we want to avoid it or do we want to manage it? But the bottom line is how do we get a plan in place where you can have confidence and you not have to worry about having to go back to work or look for a job after you retire, but also have a plan that has the flexibility so that, to your point, that you can navigate it. That's all we do. And that's what we love doing. We have fun doing for our clients. And that's the reason we offer our review, which we call a five-step retirement review for the five areas of our plans. And we offer that at absolutely no cost and no obligation for listeners of today's show. All you have to do is call to take advantage is call 803 nine retire once again that's our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation to get started just call 803-9 retire talking today with pat struby he is with preservation specialists and i mentioned some of those storms that pop up those financial storms that kind of brew on the horizon inflation is another one and this is something we've been following a little bit more closely because it has ramped up more uh, in the past few years after the pandemic and everything. Jerome Powell is the chair of the Federal Reserve. He recently was before Congress talking about the fact that these inflation pressures could last longer than expected. Bottlenecks, hiring difficulties, and other constraints could again prove to be greater and more enduring than anticipated, posing upside risks to inflation. If sustained higher inflation were to become a serious concern, we would certainly respond and use our tools to ensure levels that are consistent with our goal. He also says the good news is the inflationary pressures are going to subside and then inflation will at some point go back to normal, quote unquote, normal levels. We are seeing upward pressure on prices, particularly due to supply bottlenecks in some sectors. These effects have been larger and longer lasting than anticipated, but they will abate. And as they do, inflation is expected to drop back toward our longer-run 2% goal. Boy, uh, uh, <laughs> bottlenecks on supplies. That's the understatement of the year, my goodness, with what's going on here. How are you talking to people about inflation right now? Well, I'm not usually using the term abate. I will say that. So <laughs> Side abate. It's a little, yeah, it's a little fancy for me. Pretty exciting. Um, yeah, well, one of the things that I would say to put this in context, Jen, is that I think that I have said for probably the last handful of years that 
someone about to retire is entering possibly the most difficult time to do that in history. Uh, when you have mm. most people thinking the stock market is incredibly high, you have interest rates on most other lower risk or safe options like bonds and CDs and money markets at historical lows. And you have you know this massive debt as a country. You have all these things swirling around. And so many people say, what on earth am I supposed to do with my mm. money? And so one of the things that's actually been in a retiree's favor the last handful of years is inflation has been low. Well, guess what? That looks like it's about to change. Right. So that's, that's what we're talking about. So a couple of things that I'll point out real quickly. One is that we have to be planning for it. As you well know, Jen, the first two villains in my first book, Save Your Retirement, are Lady Longevity and The Invisible Enemy, which have to do with how long you live and the effects of inflation. And the reason they're together is because they work together and they're more damaging. You know, things going up by two or three percent in one year is not a life-changing, debilitating difference. But if that happens on a compounded basis, and you know, as you and I were talking about a moment ago, if it's two or three percent for a little while, okay, we can plan for that. If it's five or six percent for a decade, these are massive changes. And so we really need to be thinking about this and planning and preparing for it before someone retires and making sure you're protected in case it happens. Right. And, you know, something that was brought to my attention not too long ago when we talk about inflation and how to think about it, in some ways you think, oh, good, that means prices will go back down. But that's not what that means. It means that they just won't keep going up at this higher pace. This is what we pay for jeans now and shoes and and groceries <laughs> and all that stuff, right? It doesn't go back down. So we need to know kind of how to think about that. That's just one thing to think about. And when you think about who really suffers from the impacts of high inflation, Market Watch says nobody suffers more from high inflation than retirees. Back in the 70s, it was retirees living on a fixed income who were hit the hardest as prices kept going up. They kept getting poorer, and inflation right now is the highest we've seen in 13 years. Yeah, and the reality is inflation never sleeps. It might ramp up or it could slow down, but it never, ever goes away. And if you want to maintain your current standard of living in retirement, you have to understand what rising inflation can do to your retirement and how you can help protect your savings. So that's why today we're offering a no-cost, no-obligation income analysis, and that will help you figure out how much you'll need for retirement you've been dreaming of. Uncover the main risks posing a threat to your retirement, including inflation, stock market volatility, massive tax increases, and skyrocketing healthcare costs, and learn about the options for generating income in retirement. Again, there's no cost and there's no obligation. It's for listeners of today's show who have saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Call 803-9-RETIRE now to take advantage of this offer. Once again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and you and I are probably different, right? I mean, if you listen to my show, I'm pretty sure we share some of the same values, but at the end of the day, we're all unique. Does your financial advisor know that? Do you have a customized retirement plan built with your hopes and your dreams in mind, or is it just a cookie cutter, you know, one right off the shelf? Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialist have been designing personalized retirement plans for more than 20 years, and they want to do the same for you. Pat is local, independent. He's an advisor. Whose sole focus is helping you achieve your retirement dreams. Call Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists. Start creating a retirement plan made just for you. Call 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. You want the insert your name here plan or the one that's built around your unique wants and needs. Easy choice. Call 803-9-RETIRE. From Office Insurance Services, Glenn Beck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. Call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Jen Rizak here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book, The Retirement Secret, and Save Your Retirement, both of those books. And he is here as we talk a little bit about the different stages of your financial life. And we're actually going to go back, Pat, beyond just preparing for retirement. I mean, think about 
how nice it would be if you knew then some of the things you know now when you think about when you were mm. younger. You know, I, I saw this post on LinkedIn that went, I don't know, does it go viral on LinkedIn? I don't know if that's <laughs> right. But it got a lot of responses from people sharing words of wisdom they wish they would have known back at age 20. Somebody actually posed that question on LinkedIn and got a ton of responses about it. So I have to ask you, Pat, what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? Especially to think about your kids being around that age. Yes. Well, Jen, so I didn't tell you this ahead of time, but I'm kind of lucky here because I'll take you back a second. So someone gave me this idea for this list of questions, just kind of interesting conversational questions. Uh And to pick one anytime Janelle and I are going out for a date night. And so what I do is I text her one that morning and then we talk about it on the date, which is pretty cool. And some of them are fun and some of them are more serious. So this is actually the question that I had on our last date night. But the trick was you could only answer in three words or less. Oh, Pretty tough, right? Oh, really tough. So my answer was, I'm going very deep here, but my answer was just trust God. And my reason for that is, one, is, you know, of course, in belief, you know, understanding that God has good plans for us. And But the other one is just, you know, I think when we're younger, you just stress about little stuff. And you don't all of us look back and think, why was I so worried about that? You know what I mean? And I tend to have that more, you know, I probably was a little more, you know, thinking of college years and things like that. I was more worried about got to get the A on the midterm and all those Mm -hmm. kinds of things. And if I, you know, some of that served me well, of course, but if I would have just relaxed a little bit and just trusted that's my advice. So I don't know if you have anything you want to follow that up with. Well, and I I think, gosh, thinking back as someone who was 20 years old when I got married, I'm thinking your advice here for your date night idea and just how to have something like that, that conversation to keep going. I think that's great advice for all it's the pretty cool, isn't young it? Yeah. people who maybe aren't there yet relationship-wise. But that's some pretty good advice, too, just what you guys are living there with that. But Yeah, when I think about advice for my 20-year-old self, it would just be slow down. Just slow Mm -hmm. down, you know? You don't need to be this worried about the next thing because, you know, you're worried about finishing school and then buying a house and and having a this and having a that. And it's just slow down. It'll come when it comes, you know? That's really what I think. Here's the other thing, shifting to the kind of financial side here, which is also important. Back when you were 20, whether you knew it or not, you were laying the groundwork toward your financial success later in life. And, you know, we talk a lot on this show about the stages of retirement, but financial planners say there are five financial stages of life. And so we're going to shift a little bit younger than what we normally would (laughs) on the show. But, you know, Pat, your clients probably have kids or grandkids in this stage, and maybe they're asking questions about, you know, how they can help the next generation find that solid financial footing. Yes, absolutely. And that's exactly right, Jen. It's, um, you know, people that are well into retirement, sometimes it's their grandkids, you know, coming out of high school or college and getting their first jobs. But a lot of our clients, you know, as they're approaching retirement, you know, may have kids in that same age or, you know, in high school. And so they're kind of thinking about these things. And, you know, there are tried and true things that we want to be thinking about when you are starting on your own, essentially. And simple ideas like living within your means, you do want to establish a good credit history. One of the great pieces of advice I was given when I was very young is that there's two types of people in the world, people that pay interest and people that earn interest. Mm. And that's oversimplified, but it makes the point of, you know, if you have all your credit cards maxed out, you're probably not going to, you're not putting yourself in a position to accumulate wealth, you know, a nest egg and things like that. And then the other thing, of course, we would always talk about is just start thinking about what do you actually want to accomplish that applies to your finances, Mm -hmm. you know, because it doesn't matter how disciplined you are, if you're not actually thinking about what your goals are, then there's no way to work towards them. So I think those types of things is where we would start. Yeah, I think those are really great points. And, you know, after, you know, maybe you're in your early 20s and you're just starting out in your career, you're making some of those initial decisions, then you get into the family and career building years. And I have to say, this might be an exciting time because maybe you're starting to earn a little bit more. But if you're building your family as well... You are spending a lot of money. Let's talk about the big financial steps that are happening at this point in your financial life. 
Yeah. So this is where, um, you know, for a lot of people, it's like kind of like just getting your financial footing, getting started. Yeah. And then maybe you're getting married, maybe you're having kids. Of course, that's not for everyone, but for so many people. And that's where you are becoming, you know, the, your life gets so much more complicated. Yeah. And, you know, we, we made a little hit list here. These are things where you're like thinking about, do you want to help pay for college? Do you have all the types of insurance you need? You know, if something happens to you, you probably need some kind of life insurance to make sure your family's protected, health insurance, disability insurance? Um, do you have a will, just a basic will set up? Do you have anything designed for retirement? And this is where we kind of joke about this is where your financial junk drawer starts to occur, mm -hmm. right, Jen? Because yep. we meet people that are, you know, retired or about to retire, and they may have done a lot of great things, but there's no cohesive plan to put those things together. And so that what happens is, of course, when are you most busy? You know, maybe, you know, I've, my girls right now are five and six. It feels pretty busy, you know? Yeah. You've got, you're, you're accumulating <laughs> all these things. How do you get those all organized? Uh, there's so many steps to that. And that's one of the reasons we encourage you. If you're not sure if you really even have a financial plan or if you know you don't have one, we always encourage you to give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. We call our process a five-step retirement review. There's no cost and no obligation. And that's what it's designed to do, give you a chance to talk to a planner and see where you're at right now and see if you're on your way to accomplishing the goals that you hope you can accomplish. All you have to do to get started is call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I am Jen Rizak alongside. Now, Pat, just candidly talking here about these first couple stages of life where you're starting out, you're trying to build your savings, establish that good credit history, avoid debt, make those decisions about saving for the future. Do you work with anybody at all in those first two stages of their financial life? Well, what's awesome about talking about this now, Jen, is for the longest time, you know, early in my career, I'd have clients say, please, please help my kids. And we'd try to do that. But you can't be an expert at everything. And you mm -hmm. can't also, you can't be focused on being a retirement expert and then shift gears and then talk to someone about paying down their debt and things sure. like that. So we kind of realized that was just a bad idea for the longest time. Well, we have now a team of four advisors. And uh, we actually have a program now that's designed for those that are not close to retirement. And that's exciting. Uh, because we have an advisor that loves that and yeah. that's that's passionate about it. So that is something that we have rolled out recently and, well, I guess a while back and more recent, I guess, in my 24 years. Right. <laughs> and it's been exciting to see because it's really one of those things that we know so many of our clients, the number one thing someone says after their first meeting with us, Jen, is, man, I wish I would have done this sooner because it just gives you that clarity of where you're at financially. And so if we can bring that to people earlier in their lives, we just think that's a good thing. Yeah. And it's just so important that we understand that there are different types of financial professionals who maybe do focus on different stages of life or just the financial things that are happening at different times. Talk a little bit about that, what we might be looking for at different stages of life and how do we find the right help at those different points. Yes, I would urge you, if you are thinking about financial advice of any kind, uh, whether it's you know calling an 800 number or talking to a human being that's here locally, first and foremost, just think about what it is that you actually want, and then be completely comfortable asking questions of anyone you're talking to. And the reason I say that is our industry is terrible at giving you clear explanations of what somebody does. There's so many made up terms, financial planner, financial advisor, financial consultant, investment advisor, investment consultant, all these things. And you hear those words and you may think you know what it means, but it may have nothing to do with what that person does. And so it is really, really important to find someone that fits your stage of life. If you are 35 and you're trying to figure all this out, you need someone who knows how to do that and does it every day. If you are, you know, within say five years of retirement, you know, that's what I've been doing for the last couple of decades. That's what most of the advisors on our team love doing. And so those are different things. And so it's just really, really important to find a match there and find someone that is really good at what you're looking for. And it's just, you know, it's like having a doctor, you know, you don't go to a podiatrist when you need brain surgery. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with podiatrists, you know, right. <laughs> they, we, we need them if we have a problem 
problem with our feet. And so it's exactly the same in finance. It's just harder because the names and the terminology are different. And so that's where we really, really want you to be comfortable just asking those questions. And anyone that's a professional is not going to be offended by you asking someone what their area of expertise is. Um, so if you are interested in talking to someone right now, uh, someone that, that has those types of skills that may be able to help you put a plan, look at your plan, and, and see if you're on the path, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer that type of review with one of our advisors at absolutely no cost and no obligation. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. There are five stages of your financial life. Three of them happen before your retirement years, and those pre-retirement years, those are where the most critical financial decisions are happening. We want to tackle some of those decisions, some of those choices you're facing coming up next. Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. It's a companion to his first book, Save Your Retirement. Order yours right now at Amazon.com. To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here with Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And, you know, as we're talking today about the different stages of your financial life, it's probably no surprise that what's right for your money now probably won't be the case in 10 or 20 years. Think about where you were 10 or 20 years ago, what you were doing financially and where you are now. Well, that's going to happen again. And that's why we say there are these stages to your financial life. There are five of them. We're getting ready to talk about the third one. And this is an important one, Pat, your pre-retirement years. And I have to say not only important, Pat, this is an exciting time because by the time you're at pre-retirement, your house is probably paid off. The kids are finally off of your payroll. They are <laughs> doing their own thing. You're in your peak earning years. I mean, I think about that, Pat. I think it probably feels like winning the lottery to be making more money and not dealing with the kids at home. But this is also the time when you cannot afford to screw it up with the wrong financial moves. That's absolutely right, Jen. And by the way, I will say, if you don't have your house paid off and you're at that point, or if the kids aren't off your payroll, you're not alone. <laughs> okay, right, We see those things all yeah. the time. But yeah, I mean, things you want to be thinking about at this point is, if you have debts left, what is the strategy? Does it, does it make sense to try and pay the house off before you retire? Uh, that is a plan that a lot of our clients that hire us before retirement, that is a plan that they're working on. For some people, that doesn't. it's not even that, that big of a deal or important to do that. So it depends on your personal situation. Mm -hmm. Tied to that is, you know, it's a great time to be really maximizing how much you're plowing into your nest egg, 401k and IRA, Roth IRA and things like that. Um, be thinking about healthcare and retirement, taxes and retirement. And Jen, one thing that I would point out here, uh, one of my favorite investing authors is a man named William Bernstein. And what he talks about is, you know, the kind of the stages of investing throughout your life, which matches these stages we're talking about right now. He actually argues this is by far and away the most difficult time in your life investing wise, because if if you are in your 20s and 30s, the job is pretty simple. Um, just try to start. <laughs> you know, right. sign up for the company 401k, get the match, and now you're doing what you're supposed to do. In retirement, it can be complicated, but the goals are really quite simple. You want to generate as much income as you can to enjoy retirement, and you want to preserve your money for as long as possible. But what's happening here in the 5, 10, 15 years before retirement is you are making a transition from growing and accumulating your money into getting prepared to generate income and preserve it. And it's a really, really interesting thing to think about that. But he actually argues it's one of the most difficult things to do when handling your finances. So this is a time uh, when a lot of people hire us, Jen, because they're starting to look at, well, the stock market's up pretty high. Uh, oh, boy, retirement's coming. And maybe the way I was investing for my 20s and 30s and into my 40s, maybe it made sense then. Maybe it's not exactly the way it should be right now. And so that's one of those times where it's very complicated and it might be very wise to have someone helping you take a look at it. Speaking of taking a look at it, is this a good time or Pat, when is a good time to get that kind of financial checkup to make sure we're on the right track and, and we're on track to retire when we want? Yeah. You know, one thing I would always say is you don't have to worry about talking to someone too early. 
You know, I mean, the worst case, you know, for someone like us, we offer uh, time with one of our advisors at no cost or, and no obligation. So if there's a discussion, you look at things and say, okay, you're on track for now. You probably don't need to hire anybody. Well, there's no harm done. You know, you've built right. a relationship. Maybe you come back years down the road, you know, um, and it's the success of your retirement you're talking about. If that's not worth a half hour or an hour, you know, that seems kind of silly. Right. But I would say what I would argue is this is one of the most important and valuable and vital times to consider getting a financial checkup because we all know we want to retire, but do you know how you're going to retire? And Jen, I would say the vast majority of people that, that schedule a meeting for us when they're in their 50s or early 60s is because that's kind of on their mind. They're thinking about retirement. They're putting money away into retirement accounts, but they're not really sure how that actually turns into retirement, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And it's a really, really good time to sit down and talk to somebody because even if you don't need to hire them at that time, it's a very opportune time for one of our advisors to sit down and help you flesh out what your goals actually are and then actually kind of help you see if you're on track for those. And uh, we just get so much positive feedback from that process, Jen, uh, that people just feel like there's a lot of value there. Once again, whether they end up feeling that they need to hire someone at that moment or not. And, and so that's that time in your life when it can be really valuable to kind of take a reset and see where you're at and see if you're on track. Pat, talk a little bit about the transition that happens when we go from saving for retirement, accumulating, building up our savings while we're working, to then trying to figure out how to generate income from that savings. Yeah, so the and this is what William Bernstein was talking about, and to dig into yes. that deeper, uh, what, what he's really saying is, you know, if you can invest reasonably aggressively for growth when you're far from retirement, if it's money that's designed for retirement, of course, it, let's say your 401k. So however much you can stomach, uh, you can take that risk. And the reason is because when you're 30 and you have money in your 401k, if the market crashes, you literally have at least three decades before you can tap into that money anyway. So it's got plenty of time to come back. That's very different, obviously, on the day you retire, right? So what happens is what you really want to do is you want to see how much risk you can stomach when you're young and then just get money going and automatically, you know, something like a 401k contribution is really the best thing that you can do. When you are in retirement, your goals are completely flipped in the opposite direction. And your first and foremost goal is generating as much income as absolutely possible off of that nest egg for most people, uh, because most people don't have enormous pensions and things like that anymore. And then what goes along with that side by side is how do you preserve the principle for as long as possible? And the reason for that is quite simple. My first villain in my first book, um, Save Your Retirement, was Lady Longevity, because we have a fixed amount of time that we have to cover in retirement. But the problem is none of us knows how long that is, right. you know, because right. we don't know how long we're going to be here. So we have to be able to generate income and preserve principal as much as possible. And of course, back in the 80s or 90s, if CDs or bonds were paying 7 or 8 or 9%, then it would actually be kind of simple. But guess what, folks? That's not the case right now. You know, as we're talking, you know, if you can get a CD at 1%, you're usually excited and jumping. So that's not going to fund a retirement unless you've got, you know, tens of millions of dollars, right. you know, sitting in CDs. So this is really kind of the starting point of figuring out, okay, when do I want to start making that transition? And that's different for everybody. But for most people, it's anywhere from a year or two before retirement to as much as 10 or 15 years, depending on so many different variables that affect you. And what I would say is if you're thinking about retirement, but you're not sure how you're going to retire or if you are set up properly for your time of life, that's a perfect opportunity to call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. What happens is the first step with us is a five-step retirement review um, at no cost and no obligation to sit down with one of our advisors and review where you're at. And, and that is the first step towards building a custom-built retirement plan, which helps you determine exactly how to live the retirement of your dreams. Once again, if you don't have a plan put together now, call us at 803-9-RETIRE to get started. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. Talking about these different stages of your financial life. The last two happen during your retirement. So we just talked about those pre-retirement years. In your early retirement years, this is the fourth stage. This is an exciting time, too. You're probably wanting to do all those big bucket list items and, and really enjoy that time. How do you create a spending plan, though, Pat, so you can enjoy those early years without worrying that you're going to be just blowing through your savings too quickly? 
Yeah, this is one of those things, Jen, that that just completely floors me when I think about um, how blessed I was to come into retirement planning when I did. It's been 24 years now, and literally 24 years ago, there was almost no thought or analysis given to this. Mm, you know, there was wow. no one was really thinking about it because you know, if you think back, you know, a generation or two ago, most people were retiring on pensions and social security, and suddenly we look back now, and all of a sudden we all have to create our own pension, right? We we have this pile of money, and we got to figure out what to do with it. So, what happened a couple of decades ago is a lot of people would retire, and they didn't really think about longevity or inflation because they figured, well, I've got you know income, it'll probably work out okay. And then what happened was we started realizing, no, we need to plan for inflation. And then everything was being projected out into the future. What we're finding now is it is so important. That's why we believe so strongly in a custom-built plan, Jen, because everyone is different. And some people, like you said, have those big bucket list items. Well, we don't want you to skip out on your bucket list just to make sure that you've got extra spending money when you're in your mid-80s or mid-90s. That doesn't make any sense, right? right. So we want to dictate, we want to create a plan that works for you and all of your goals. And that may mean having a little, you know, maybe a travel budget early in your retirement, or maybe someone else is more, they have a lot of longevity and health costs in their family. Maybe they do want to have more of kind of that reserve bucket for down the road. That's okay. Uh, it's all about figuring out what are the things that are important to you and building the plan. And that's why we love having it created for each of our clients completely individually and trying to help them fit for the lifestyle and the things that they've always wanted to do in retirement. And then, Pat, the final phase of your retirement would be kind of those final years. When do we need to start planning for this and thinking about things like the estate plan and our legacy goals? Yeah, so this is, it, it depends on how big of a priority it is for you, right, Jen? I, I would say that a, a very common time someone might come in to see us is, you know, between one and five years before retirement. And, you know, we're asking them about, you know, what they're trying to accomplish and we're asking them kind of where they're at right now. One of the things we'll ask is, do you have any legal documents like a will? And if it's a married couple, they often look at each other and kind of chuckle and say, yeah, we had one drawn up when our first child was born. Mm -hmm. And that's a very, very common answer. And <laughs> you we know, didn't the, put the other kids in it because we never got around right. to it. Well, hopefully the lawyer says, and whatever other kids. <laughs> or whatever, right. you know what I mean? So, right. uh, but yeah, so it's one of those things where for most people that it's, it, to your point, this is kind of that last stage and okay, let's get our affairs in order. And so that means, you know, having the proper legal documents and then where your financial planner comes in is tying those in with the rest of your plan. Are all the beneficiaries named properly? Um, do we have things named properly so that you pay as little taxes as possible, but also your heirs pay as little taxes as possible? So there's a number of things that can be done to bring all of those things in together. And once again, that's why we talk about it being a cohesive, comprehensive plan, because we want all those areas working together. Pat, how do we get started on a plan to make sure that savings will last all the way through until the end of our retirement and that if we've got legacy goals, that those are taken care of as well? Yeah, I mean, I love this idea of the five stages, you know, as we're kind of looking at our financial lives, Jen, and in each stage, we have uh, unique uh, things that are working for us, things that are challenging. And I've been so fortunate to have been a financial planner for 24 years right out of college. And this is what we love to do. And the reason we love to do it is we see how it brings so much value to people into their lives. So if you are worried about your financial plan, if you've never had a financial plan, if you've got a financial junk drawer full of policies and retirement accounts, and you're not sure how any of that works together, those are all tremendous opportunities to call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. What we do is we start you on a five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation, which is an opportunity to look at those areas with one of our advisors. Once again, to get started, all you have to do is call now at 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert Tim Hanbury. The first question people ask is, how do I enroll into Medicare? Well, it depends. If you're turning 65 and you're already taking Social Security income benefits, you don't have to do anything. Medicare will automatically enroll you into Parts A and B of Medicare. If you're not taking income benefits, then you can enroll online or over the phone. To enroll online, you need to set up your My Social Security account at ssa.gov. Once you have this completed, Go back into ssa.gov and enroll into Parts A and or Part B, depending on your situation. It's easy and it only takes about 10 minutes. If you're not a computer person, you can call your local Social Security office and they can enroll you over the phone. At age 65, you can't enroll online. When you call, there'll be two forms you'll need. One is an application for Part B and the other is completed by your employer. 
your employer will attest that you've had coverage from the time you turn 65 until the time you're coming on Medicare. You then submit these to your local Social Security office. Please know there can be financial penalties if you don't enroll in the proper time frames. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. Call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And Pat gets questions each and every week about all things retirement. And this is one of my favorite segments in this show is when we take some time to open up our mailbag and go through some of those questions and get some answers from Pat we know you get questions about all sorts of things retirement-related. So, Pat, we have a great collection of them here. So uh, let's dive in. What do you say? Yeah, it sounds great. All right. First up, our first question is from Vince in Lexington who wants to know about Social Security in the future. He says, if I listen to the news, I'm not sure if I should count on this for my retirement or not. So, gosh, that's a big question. <laughs> it is a big question, and, and uh, Jen, I, I would say uh, I apologize to all the other questions because I can just talk for hours on this subject. So, uh, <laughs> well, the clock is ticking. You can't. yes, here we go. Okay, so Vince, thank you for the question. If we were sitting here talking, my first question back would be, "How old are you?" Because I think that's right. very relevant to you know what Social Security is going to be now. I don't have any reason to believe Social Security is going to disappear or be worthless by any means. Uh, most projections show that there's going to be problems somewhere in the next 10 or 20 years with funding all of the promises, but that's based on current rules. And of course, the laws can change. You know, how they fund Social Security can change. There's so many different levers that can be applied. The one thing I will say is Social Security is an important promise from the government. Obviously, it's a promise that they provide us based on us paying our taxes into it. Um, the one thing that bothers me is there's often discussion of a $2 trillion um, trust fund of Social Security. You know, if you close your eyes and imagine like the big bank vault, right? And you said that's the Social Security trust fund. If, if someone had the code and they opened it up, there wouldn't be a big pile of cash there. There'd be a little piece of paper oh. that says IOU oh, no. from, from the federal government because they've spent the $2 trillion. It's gone. Now, I used to worry about that, um, but with our government and with our politicians, the way they spend right now, they'll just come up with $2 trillion from somewhere. So I guess it's not that big of a deal, right? But um, the reality is Social Security is a massive financial problem for our country because the math doesn't work, uh, because it's essentially like a pyramid scheme, and we don't have enough people to continue funding. Because the, And the, the start of that challenge is the baby boom generation is just so enormous. So we have all these people coming into retirement right now. We don't have more people funding the taxes. So uh, so that's a problem. And so the government's going to have to figure out what to do about that. Now, right now, depending on your income, you can have none of your Social Security taxed, or it can be up to 85% of it can be taxed. Uh, so I think uh, that's an example of somewhere where, where the politicians would probably go quickly and say, well, if someone you know is a wealthy person or has a lot of money in their IRA or whatever rules they decide to make up, we should be able to tax the whole amount of your Social Security. So you're still getting the same amount every month. You're just you're just keeping less of it, if that makes sense. Um, so that's one of the things that we think would happen. And then certainly, if you are of retirement age or receiving Social Security right now, I don't think anyone thinks those benefits are going to be cut dramatically. But as you get younger and younger, um, I'm 47. Um, do I think Social Security will be exactly like it is now when I get there? No, I don't think so. Um, and for my kids, I certainly don't think so. Um, so that depends on if you're doing your own planning or you're working with your planner. One of the things we do, Jen, is if someone is still quite a bit of ways away from retirement, we do ask them, do you want us to put a reduction on your social security just mm -hmm. so that we're not over assuming? So I think those are, it's a really, really good question. It's a complicated topic. And uh, hopefully there's some good food for thought there. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, when I go through and I do my little calculator, I have completely factored out Social Security as an income source. I, I just say, don't think about it. If it's there, that's fantastic. But 
yeah, I've kind of I've kind of checked out myself. <laughs> well, and that's I mean that's awesome because there probably will be something. So then it's just gravy for you, right? You know what Which I mean? Is what um, I'm for. I love gravy. as a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, if you were assuming there'd be three thousand dollars a month, and then you end up getting a thousand dollars a month, that's a huge huge hole in your retirement. As opposed to assuming nothing and getting a thousand dollars a month and saying, "Hey, cool, we got something." For sure, for sure. Yeah. So I got my second opinion from you, and now I feel better. So <laughs> I love great. it. Great. All right. So let's move on next to Roy in Columbia, who has a question about his pension plan. He was reviewing it and looks like the option he chose as a new employee might not provide much for his wife if he dies first. So now Roy's, uh, he doesn't say he's panicking, but I feel like maybe he (laughs) is because he says, is there anything I can do to make this right? Or is there anything I can set up? So she can still have an income if he dies first. Okay. So now it sounds like Roy is retired now. So obviously that means there's nothing we could do to go back to the employer because uh, that, that is typically yes. a, an irrevocable choice. So one of the things I love about the, uh, Roy asking this question is it brings to mind what is involved in actually making sure your income is set up properly in retirement because it sounds simple. It sounds like, well, I just need enough money to enjoy my retirement. That's, so it's like one thing, right? But uh, we actually look at it as four different steps. So the first thing is your income needs to be steady and reliable, which sounds like a, well, duh, Pat. But um, you know, a lot of people think they're going to take their income off of a stock market portfolio in retirement. And that's a problem because we can't predict if that's going to be stable or reliable. So that's right. number one. Number two is we have to account for inflation because things are going to get more expensive. Number three is we have to make sure your income lasts as long as you do. And then the fourth one brings to Roy's point. We need to make sure if you're married, if one of the spouses passes away, the surviving spouse is going to be okay. So first, thank you, Roy, for the question. It's an important topic. Secondly, um, good for you for being a good steward for your family, um, because typically when we're working with couples, they do want to uh, protect each other, and that's really, really important. Now, how do we do that? Well, that's where you would, in an, in an ideal scenario, you'd be working with a comprehensive planner like us, and we're going to look at all of you know what type of spending are you doing in retirement and what are all the resources that you have. And then there are ways to help protect her. So one thing you can do is, are you still carrying any life insurance? Um, if you're carrying life insurance, um, generally speaking, that's going to be paid out to her tax-free if you pass away. And then you can generate a nice income off of that lump sum of money. That's one option. Another option is looking at annuities. Uh, If you have a nest egg, setting up a portion of your nest egg in an annuity that can turn on income when you pass away that's guaranteed for her life is a tremendous opportunity. We have a number of clients that either don't have that spousal protection on their pension or maybe they don't even have a pension. And what they end up doing is they end up taking a chunk of their nest egg, like their 401k or something, and they end up putting it into an annuity. And that annuity just defers with the thought process that the longer that um, the spouse remains living, then the higher that income is going to be for the surviving spouse. So there's a couple. Of, those are a couple of ways that we would probably tackle that initially. And there's others, of course, um, but I, I think uh, one another example would be if you have a mortgage on your house, um, are there strategies we could use to try and pay that off? Because that's one less thing that your surviving spouse would have to worry about. So there's a lot of different ways to get to it, but hopefully, Jen, that makes sense. There's a, there's a few kind of primary uh, targets that we would look at in that scenario. All right. Appreciate the, the response there. And again, Roy, Uh, Thank you for the question. Um, Diana and Chapin writes that she found a box of statements when cleaning out the closet and realizes she has no idea how much money is in their different accounts. She manages the checking account because she pays the bills. She buys the groceries, those types of things. But she doesn't know what else uh, is going on with their financial picture and what else her husband is managing. So she's wondering... What should she do? And I have to say, Pat, I relate with Diana. This Mm -hmm. this is me. I take care of the bills. I manage the checking account. uh, But I do not have my hands in the other assets that we have. Yeah, this is so incredibly common, Jen. I I will say, uh, and hopefully you feel good about this, Jen. um, I find a lot of times people have a lot of guilt about this. Like They feel like 
you know, uh, let's use this example. The husband, um, you know, maybe made to feel like he's hiding information from his wife Mm -hmm. and the wife feels guilty because she's not pushing to get more information. And the first thing I would say is this isn't ideal to not have any idea what's going on, of course. (laughs) But uh, however, um, I will also say, like, I really believe this is part of, you know, God's plan is is not for us to, to marry our you know, someone who's our identical copy, right? Uh, mm-hmm. we, we drive each other crazy, uh, maybe even more so than we do now. Uh, what we do is we find each other that are opposites. Opposites truly attract. And uh, that means we have different skills. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with one person being the primary on in certain areas of our lives. So right. that part I think is fine. Now, how do we improve the situation? Well, um, I actually, at my church uh, a number of years ago, I was kind of the host for a, a Dave Ramsey uh, financial peace class. And of course, the financial items he went through, I already knew everything there. But what I found most fascinating was he talked about if you are married, um, how you talk about money with your spouse. And really, it's as simple as having some kind of summary and an agreement that we're going to talk about this occasionally, hmm. once a month, once a quarter, once a year, something to say, hey, here's where we stand with this. And it really, it doesn't have to be that complicated, but what it can do is it can allow both of you to just have a better idea of what's going on. And I think it's a really cool, simple way to make everyone feel more comfortable with where you stand. Yeah, that, that's such a great idea. And I think you're right, Pat. It doesn't always come from an area of he's trying to keep you out of it. Like mm. in, in our family, it's dividing and conquering, right? Yes. It, it's too yes. much for one of us to deal with with all of it. So I have my tasks and he has his, but we can't totally check out. We, we both still need to know if something were to happen to me, he needs to know right. what's due when. And I, and if something happens to him, I need to know how to access some of this, these other accounts. So it's, it's not necessarily somebody keeping something from you. Right. Sometimes it's a function of how your marriage just works. You divide and conquer. Well, and divide and conquer is a great term to use because imagine if you both were trying to be fully involved in all of those things oh and in everything else in your lives. Not only would you drive each other crazy, but you wouldn't have time to sleep. You yeah. know what I mean? Because there's just too much to do. So, I'm, I'm getting a migraine just thinking about it. So let's, <laughs> let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Last one here real quickly. Uh, Nancy and Forest Acres discussing the future. She's worried about needing some type of care later on and does not want the kids to be stuck making all those decisions, how can they learn more about the options so they can start planning now? And that's a a good one right there. Start planning now. Yeah, you're right, Jen. You answered it for me. So, yeah, it's one of those things where this is everyone always loves to talk about making money and investing and all that kind of stuff. No one ever wants to talk about what if I get sick or what if I pass away. So the reality is a lot of us get sick at some point in our lives. We just need a plan for it. And by the way, there's not a, you know, there's not a simple button we press with a simple solution. I can't tell you everyone should do this one thing because there is no one thing. There's a lot of different choices. That's why we have decided to create our business as a comprehensive planning company because the different care uh, solutions are one of the five areas in a comprehensive retirement plan. And that's why that's part of the planning that we do. So uh, if you're not sure if you have a plan together or if you're not sure what would happen and you're concerned about that, it's a great reason to call us and get started with your five-step retirement review. You can start now by calling 803-9-RETIRE. We offer that at no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Remember that number, 803-9-RETIRE. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. I'm Jen Rizak. We're so glad you spent some time with us here today. We hope you have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.